Hey church, and welcome to another edition of Pastor Talk. I'm Pastor Blake, and with me today is Pastor Mike. Well, good day there, sir. You're looking styling today in that LifePoint beanie. That's right. I'm, I'm repping our new LifePoint beanies that you can grab at the Welcome Center on Sunday mornings. Very stylish. Yeah, it's perfect for October. I'm wearing shorts, yeah. t-shirt. I got my beanie because it's, it's kind of warm during the day cool at night so i'm ready to and when go when you step into the ac during the day it's chilly it is it's, it's actually kind of hot outside. it's it's chilly in this room yeah so yeah. perfect perfect attire perfect so weather how you doing today man i am doing lovely so uh in my morning devotionals i've been going through deuteronomy again it's one of my favorite books in the bible and i like to look at it it's old testament of course and i like to look at it as god is talking to the israelites and their lifestyle and trying to get them to focus upon him. Um, I look at it as followers of Christ today in the Jesus Holy Spirit era of us. We're, we're Israel on the inside, so to speak. This is coming across horribly, (laughs) but um, as he's saying, follow me, live this way, stay away from the uh, other people, stay away from the sin. I relate that to your personal walk with Christ. So the, the uh, people of Israel, the Israelites, is your walk with Christ, symbolizing those two from Old School Testament to New Testament. Does that make any sense whatsoever? Makes sense. Read the verses. So I was going over Deuteronomy 17 in verse 18, and it says this, And when he sits on the throne of his kingdom, speaking of the king of Israel, he shall write for himself in a book a a copy of his law, approved by the Levitical priests. And it shall be with him, and he shall read it, all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord, the God, his God, by keeping all the words of his law and these statutes and doing them, that this heart may be lifted up above his brothers and that he may not turn aside from the commandment, either to the right or to the left, so that he may continue long in his kingdom and he and his children in Israel. So I look at that in our lives today is uh, we're going through life day in and day out and, and being in his word in a regular basis. And the same things for us, because uh, especially as men, we're supposed to be the spiritual leaders of our home. So we need to know God's word really well and have it impressed in our heart and always in the forefront of our mind. And as long as we're doing that on a daily basis, it's going to become more natural to live for him and, and, and not sway to the left and right. And within that, it will go well for us in our little kingdom our households. Yeah. So that's why I was looking at it this morning. No, I I love it. It, it seems so simple, (laughs) but yet it's impossible. I mean, yeah. What, what stuck out to me was God commanding to read the law daily, right? For the rest of his life. And that's the same command that, that, that we have, we're, we're called to be in the word daily but yet it seems like an impossible task when you ask anybody when i'm talking to men when i'm talking to people in the church and and the question comes up like hey are you in the word daily and it's like i'm I'm not i i struggle with that right but yet god is is clear in the old testament and he's clear in the new testament if we are to follow him if we're followers of Christ, one of the disciplines that we have to have is to be in his word daily. But yet we 
we continually fail at it. And, and the biggest, I, I guess, rebuttal I get or or why a person, why it's so difficult to be in the Word daily is is busyness. Yeah, time. Having enough time. And we, we I, I reflect back to when I was not good at being in the Word on a daily basis. And it was a whole situation of, I'm so busy throughout my day, so tired when it comes tonight that how can I find enough time to do this? I felt like I couldn't get up earlier because I wouldn't be awake enough to be able to comprehend what I'm reading kind of thing. And I wouldn't have enough energy for my whole day. But yet, why are we making ourselves more busy than we, than to not have availability for this relationship with God, especially as we call ourselves followers of Christ, that we've died to ourselves and we're alive in him. Yeah. But we, we've all done that. I'm, I'm excited in my life that I don't do that anymore, but there's so many years of doing that day in and day out, just forgetting about his word and not having enough time and, and going about your work and family and school and all the sports and whatever else is going on. Um, but why do we do that? If he is supposed to be so near and dear to us. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see in those verses there that, that the command comes when God puts the calling on our life, right? Mm-hmm. He's appointed uh, the, the, the King. When we come to, to Christ, we're supposed to die to our old self and and become new. And it's when that calling is put onto our life that we have to get rid of some of those old things. When he appointed that mm-hmm. king, right, he now has a new life. And God commanded him, you will read and copy the law for the rest of the days of your life. So it came at the moment of, of, of his calling, and so when we're called to follow Christ, when he comes into our heart and transforms it, it, it shouldn't be hard. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Like it should be a desire. God, this is the calling you've put upon my life. I am a follower of you. I'm, I'm going to, at minimum, read your word on a daily mm-hmm. basis. It should have been, like in my, my perspective, it should have been that silly movie that I watch at the night, end of the night. Don't do it. Go to the God's word. Go go to a prayer. Invest in him during that time because this isn't something you'd need. <laughs> you can easily cut that out of your lifestyle. Yeah. But it, it didn't happen for the longest time, but it should have. Right. Yeah. When people say like, hey, I'm busy. I don't have enough time. Um, you know, the, the three hours on Netflix at night mm-hmm. or the three hours scrolling social media or that extra hour of of sleep um, that you don't really need um, refutes that claim of being too busy right. or not having enough time. We, you, you make time for the things that you have desires for. Correct. Right. And, and, and so really the answer is when, when you're asked like, Hey, why aren't you in the word on a daily basis? It shouldn't be, Hey, I'm busy. I don't have enough time. It should be, I lack desire, right? <laughs> and I'm speaking for myself. Right. Personally, I'm speaking for those people that give that answer of too busy, don't have time, whatever it is. No, the answer is you lack the desire to be in, in, in the Word because God doesn't give an age either. It's it's when that calling happens. Right. So if you're called to the Lord to, to follow Him at age 7 or 15 or 30 or 60, that's the calling is to be in His Word on a daily basis. So it's more of a, it's more of a desire issue really. Mm-hmm. Growing in him. And it's across the board because dealing with uh, 
children and youth. I ask them that question on a regular basis. Are you in your word? Are you praying on a regular basis? And uh, yet there seems like more when I ask the kids, there's more of a yes than when I ask adults. <laughs> but right, there's still a right. great percentage that, that aren't in it. And then when I'm talking to parents, adults as well, it's, it's kind of the same percentage, those yeah. that are in it and those who are not. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 across the board, and you know I, I'm I'm guilty of this. Like I I want to have a a routine and a perfect environment to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you are too, but I I'm that way too, yeah. yeah, it's like I I want to make sure I'm I'm up early. You know, I've got a cup of coffee. The house is quiet. Everyone is you know still asleep, and that's when I you know, need to read my Bible. Right. And then if anything happens with, if I sleep in or if it's a late night before or whatever, or the morning doesn't feel perfect, then it's like, ah, okay, I'm not going to read it. And then my mind goes to, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll start tomorrow. And that's something I really need to fight with. And maybe a lot of you out there are fighting with the same thing is like, you have to have that perfect time to read the Bible, but God's like, he didn't give that command. He just says, for the rest of the days of your life, read my law. You know, and in the New Testament, it hey, be be in in the word. He doesn't say it has to be perfect environment, you know. Right. So I, I I honestly need to learn the middle of the day or whenever just to open it up and, and read a passage. And I've done that before, and every time I do that, I leave feeling refreshed. I leave learning <laughs> yeah. something new because the Bible is alive. I, I, I leave learning something new about God's character and who, who he is. I leave learning, you know, how I can apply things in my life, even if it's just five verses, you know, or mm-hmm. however much time I'm able to spend. And I need to be better at that. Just anytime I have a moment during my day, instead of picking up my phone and scrolling or find another work stuff, little things to do, just open it up, right? Yeah. You know? Deuteronomy 6 says to uh, write it on your door frames, have it at the forefront of your mi- your mind, always have it around you, in front of you. Uh, when I started maturing in my relationship, I started bringing my Bible to work, and so on my desk at work, there'd always be a Bible there. And I found myself, throughout the day, you'll have a, a little bit of quiet time, you go, huh, I'm going to pull out the Bible right now, because <laughs> yeah. it's right there in front of you, and you're looking at it. So whatever your your common space is throughout your day, to have it sitting out there in an obvious spot, so it draws your attention, and it helps you get on track with that. Yeah. It makes it a little more natural. And the, the other cool thing about that is he, he was calling that upon someone who was going to lead, right? Mm-hmm. You know? A king and and nowadays when we're we're called to to follow Christ, we're all called to be servant leaders. And so what I take from from that, what I gather is the best way for for me to be a servant leader as a follower of Christ is to know his word. So if I want to be a leader, you know, here at the church as a pastor, if I want to be a leader in my household, if I want to be a leader you know, out at the sports programs that, that I help run. Um, the first thing I need to be, be doing is be in his word. Right. right? So it's, it's a call for, for all leaders. It's a call for all followers to be in his word. And we're all called to be leaders once we accept Christ, because we are supposed to bring that to the next person and let them know about it. So therefore we're leading it in that direction. So 
we don't have an out. <laughs> we are all called to know his word and to lead with his word. Right. Because it's, it's immediately a call to share. Mm-hmm. Right. It immediately, once you learn the uh, transformational power of receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's not meant to be received in here and kept in here. It's meant to be shared mm-hmm. with everybody that you come that that you come across. And so that's instantaneous call to leadership. Right. Right. And that's what we've been we've been talking about. And so how can I how can I lead without having knowledge of something mm-hmm. right that that would be that'd be crazy right <laughs> if if i tried to go out and and lead um a conference on engineering <laughs> it just wouldn't work it, it wouldn't work right because <laughs> i don't have the knowledge i haven't studied engineering and there's all types of engineering i'm just using that as an example but if i was called to give a talk on engineering the first thing i would do would i would run to you know grab books on on mm-hmm. engineering or google at, at least and find resources podcasts. and references podcasts <laughs> youtube videos i would try to soak up as much knowledge on engineering as possible talking to other engineers that i know hey i've got to i've got to share and talk about engineering i would have to soak up as much knowledge as possible mm-hmm. and here we here we are talking about a call from God to a king in Deuteronomy to the call on our lives now to share the knowledge of, of Jesus Christ. And so that desire should be to run to the manual, the Bible, mm-hmm. right? As well as every other resource that we have available to grab as much knowledge on our Lord and Savior as possible. But we don't do that. It's we say, so God, I, I believe in you. You know, I, I want to go to heaven, so I'm going to say that I believe in you. I'm going to I'm going to claim it, but I'm not going to take any steps uh, to grow, to become a leader, so I can you know effectively share through testimony and impact your kingdom. Right. So again, goes back to you don't have that desire. If the mm-hmm. desire was there, you. If if you look at the family unit these days and and what a mess it is across our country, probably across the world from what I know of, um, and you look at Ephesians 5, the rules for a a Christian household, and just all of those, no matter what position you have within that home, mother, father, uh, child, you got to know God's word to be able to follow through with that area in your life. How do you know how to honor your uh, parents as a child if you don't know? God's word and, and what honoring looks like. How can a, a husband love his wife if he doesn't know what love is? First Corinthians 13. Um, just all those things. Uh, respecting your husband. How can you do that if you, you're not in the word and, and letting that wash over you? Because our, our positions, uh, a husband washing the wife with the word, he's got to know the word to be able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> just everything within the whole Christian household. If we're not in his word, how can we be living to the full potential of that household for Christ? It, it's, it's just impossible, especially with the world's influence being pounded in our ears every day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's a, there's a purpose, uh, for that structure. Um, you know, is, is learning your role, knowing your biblical role as a husband and as a wife, again, it's all a type of leadership. There's no way I have any ability to lead as as a husband, um, as a father, if I'm not grounded in his 
word. My, you know, my wife will have no ability to lead um, in in her role unless she's grounded in her in 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 the word. And kids are learning mm-hmm. from that. They're taking their information from what they see, right? And so, because they're they're future leaders in their households. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's all a, a perfect system and structure that that God has put in in place um, because he has a calling on on all of our lives. And it all starts with being grounded um, in, in the word and, and, and prayer. Right. But we just want to we want to skip those two things. It, it really as we're talking, it, it just struck in my mind. It really comes down to pride. It's our pride because we want to be God. We want to lead our, our lives the way we see fit. And it's, I guess in America, it's, it's probably harder than other other areas because we're so used to having our own thing all the time. Uh, and we're encouraged to get our own own things and have our own things and to uh, hold them dear and close to us. <laughs> but at the same time, that's that's just the opposite of the Bible. We need to give ourselves completely over to God and we just seem like we're always in that constant battle, that constant struggle to do that wholeheartedly. Yeah. It's pride. And also, um, trust. Mm -hmm. Do we trust the source? Do we trust that God is giving me the correct information for my life, for me to be able to, to one, to lead and, and two, to, to share back to my engineering example is, you know, I've had to, I have to trust the resources, right? Before I go out there, and speak and give facts and talk about engineering. Uh, I have to trust the sources and the information that I got it from, right? Before Who's speaking in that TED talk, <laughs> exactly, right? And is there information true? Is it false? Is it accurate? And so I think we struggle with that as well as is trusting God's plan that He has for for our lives. And so yeah, we have to let our our pride go. Right for for us mm-hmm. to have the ability to trust uh, God and His Word fully, and if we're able to do that, then uh, we'll we'll be able to to follow exactly what what God's call is upon each of our lives. Yes. So where do they start? Right. So I got to start reading my Bible on a regular basis. You got to start right now. When when <laughs> when we're finished here, which we're which we're wrapping up, we're gonna leave here. We're gonna read the Bible, and and that's our charge to to you. Is is one? I I would say, question yourself. Do you have the desire? Stop justifying if you have enough time, or if you're too busy to be in the Word on a daily basis, and ask yourself the question: Do I actually desire? to be in the word Mm -hmm. so I can learn how to become a servant leader. So I can learn how to become a better disciple and follower of Christ. And so I can learn how to share my testimony and the gospel through my words and actions. Do I have that desire? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where you need to start. But, but yes, also if, if you're having a hard time answering that question, just get in the word right now on a daily basis. Absolutely. And, Start with John. Let it open your eyes to God came down to save you. It's Lord God Almighty Jesus. He died for you. Let that sink in. Let it let it penetrate your heart. Let it smack you in the face. So you understand why there should be this strong relationship we have with him, the grace he has given us, how much love he has given us. Even if we don't accept him, he's given us so much love. 
just in coming down and giving us the opportunity in the first place. So I encourage you to start off with the book of John if you haven't been in there for a while. Awesome. That's good stuff. Good times. Amen. Well, hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Pastor Talk. Be sure to come find me on Sunday and grab your LifePoint beanie so you can enjoy those hot October days and the cool October nights. Amen. Amen. All right. We'll see you later. God bless. Bye-bye.